Hello, friends. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. Issue 7 of the From Within Records fanzine is available now. It's featuring Anxious, Buried Alive, Burning Strong, Live It Down, Simulacro, Reviews, and more. So please do yourself a favor, grab yourself a copy while you still can. September 10th, 2022, Once in Unity Comp Volume 3. Mark your calendars. If you're not following From Within Records on social media, please go boot up your Twitter, your Instagram. Click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. If you're looking for high quality merch for your band, for your business, for whatever, please go hit up my friends over at Good Fortune Printing out of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. You can follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing. You can contact them at contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. You can thank me later. Before we get into today's guest, I just want to talk about an experience that I had last week. I went to L.A. to see one of my favorite K-pop groups, a group called Brave Girls. And I was on the fence about going just because they're not my like ultimate group. Obviously, top three is Twice, Weekly, Stacy, But I just love so many of the groups. And since I'm still fairly new to the genre, right, I started listening in 2020, which is two years ago at this point. But still, I have a lot to learn. And I can't see every group. Like, I, I definitely miss Dreamcatcher when they came through. I miss Stray Kids, but I get to see Stray Kids at KCON next month, which I'm super pumped about. I just am dying to hear Maniac live. But Brave Girls was coming through, and I was on the fence about going because, if I'm going to be honest, it is kind of lonely sometimes going by myself, but sometimes there's these opportunities where... I just don't want to miss them because you don't know when they're going to present themselves again. And I'm a huge fan of Brave Girls and their story. So I was like, okay, this is their first time coming to the United States. It could be their last. These things uh, you know, could end in an instant. We never know. So I decided to take that opportunity and I went and it was great. I had an amazing time. I made some new friends and I ran into some old friends. I, I have to give a shout out to these two dudes that I ran into it twice when they played the encore shows at the bank stadium. If any of you follow me on Twitter, you might've seen me tweet about these Fresno kids that I ran into. Well, sure enough, I was standing in line and they walked by me the first time. And I saw one of the dudes was wearing a magnitude shirt. And I was like, Oh cool. Like, uh, I love magnitude. Those are my friends. Like, let me go reach out to this dude and see who he is. Cause I didn't recognize him. But when I approached him, he's like, Hey, he's like, we've met before. We met it twice and it was like this crazy cool thing. I was, I, I was just super stoked to meet some hardcore kids at a K-pop show. So that was very awesome. They saved me a cool seat in the theater, um, excuse me, in the theater. So we got to sit next to each other and it was just an overall good time. So I'm very happy that I went to see Brave Girls. So for anyone out there, if you're on the fence about doing anything, fuck it, just do it. Gain some life experience. And uh, you can regret it later if it's if it doesn't turn out to be a good time because uh, you know Brave Girls because it could have easily gone left it could have been a horrible time but I had the best time and it was just fun to be able to hear so many songs live that I didn't think that I would get to and it was just seriously such a great time and I'm very happy that I went but on today's episode we had to track down some friends from Pennsylvania I love. 
PAHC. Super awesome uh, scene, legendary scene. Uh, but we had to track down our good friend Clemo. He's out of Wilkesbury, plays in Ripped Away. Jacob, good friend. He's played in a couple awesome bands over the years. But it was cool to reach out to them. And speaking about Fool's Game, because it. They just are fresh off playing. This is hardcore. They're very busy, very active in the scene. And, and that's what I like seeing from these younger kids. They're uh, they're about it. They're they're traveling all over. Whenever I'm in the East Coast or whenever I'm not in California, I have a show. I, I run into these guys and it's it, it's awesome to see them actually being down and doing a lot more uh, to support their scene and to get their bands out there. It, it takes a lot of hard work and I'm happy to see them gaining success and doing a lot more and gaining uh, more shows, getting more fans. It's, it's definitely awesome to see. So for anyone who's not familiar, please do yourself a favor, click pause, go listen to the fool's game demo. There's new stuff on the way. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, once in unity comp volume three fool's game will be on there. So please make sure to check out the comp, listen to the fool's game track. It's awesome. But strap in, enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, welcome Clemo and Jacob to the show. Back to the podcast, Clemo, and welcome, Jacob. How's it going, guys? Yeah, how are you? I'm barely holding on. Uh, this is this is awesome. I I'm a huge fan of Fool's Game. Um, I I can't believe it's been two years. I I, I was looking at the uh, date that the demo dropped, and I'm like, damn, did that really come out in 2020? Because the you know from 2020 to now, it just seems like time is flowing by because obviously like i follow both you guys on social media so i see the posts in real time and you know just following the band it just really doesn't seem like it's been two years which is crazy i I don't feel like it's been two years at all but i mean at the same time i feel like the band really didn't start till what was it march yeah march we played the first show because uh basically what happened is demo came out in 2020 the kid i did it with wasn't able to do it anymore he's actually from virginia so i hit up ben i hit up jacob and then found out drummer tyler and we just started ripping shows it's just flowing since then yeah i i feel like that's uh, a real important thing is um, you guys have just been really active right getting out there and that's a, a i feel like a, a really good way to get in front of new people and get new people interested in your band because it's easy to post stuff online but i feel like it's a whole different experience when they get a chance to see you live and get to actually vibe with you guys oh 100 like and we're all at we try to go to every show um so we're just like yo let's just play as much as we can like we're at work because normally we're at we're gonna be at the show anyway so we're like fucking just get on everything and we probably played there's maybe honestly since march maybe three weekends that we haven't played shows we i know i think we played like six weekends straight or something like that 
I think it was from like April into May. We just had a show every weekend. It was sick. And how do you guys try to balance that with your other bands, right? Because basically everybody in the band plays in other bands. Well, uh, you're not doing hesitating, right? Yeah, I'm not doing hesitating anymore. Um, so a lot of us, so a lot of our other bands, I have already been not busy. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty easy to just, you know, do full scene all the time. Okay, for sure. And, um, you know, I, I remember meeting you for the first time in, in person, Jacob, uh, back in uh, Wilkes-Barre at SWB. I think you were with Clemo, if I remember correctly. You guys yep. were like on your way out of, I'm like heading outside and I was like standing by the doorway. I, I think I was talking to um, no other way and, and you guys were passing by. So it, it's cool to fast forward to now and to have you on the podcast talking about Fool's Game. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, th- those three weekends, is that like the continued plan just to uh, continue to hit it as hard as you guys have been with Fool's Game? Because it, it seems like the reception has been pretty good, right? Because obviously you guys, uh, you know, just played This Is Hardcore, which is a pretty big deal for a newer band that hasn't done a lot. Dude, it was sick. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is Hardcore is insane. And then, uh, yeah, that's basically the play on Fool's Game. I mean, we, we just want to play shows, put out music, and like keep it going. Like, at the end of the day, in hardcore, everything's up and down. You know, it comes in waves, so we're basically just riding that as far out as it's going to go. Um, we're hitting the studio next month, so we're going to pump out five songs to Street Fight, and then uh, the comp song in September. So hopefully that keeps us afloat for a little bit. And then we're doing a split with uh, Band Risk in January. Okay, uh, and speaking about the the studio, uh, you guys posted back in March that uh, you guys were hitting the studio. Uh, was that just for something else that just didn't really pan out, or is this like a continuation of what you guys are about to yeah. record? That was for the song that we're releasing on the uh, Once You Do Com. Oh, okay, awesome, hell yeah, that's yeah, that got pushed back. Which writing that song is the craziest thing I've experienced in my life. <laughs> we we went poor went. That's who we record with. Uh, shout out to Landmine Studios. We went there and the song wasn't done. We finished writing the instruments in the studio. I had no lyrics at all. I just went to booth and I just started fucking spitting shit and it worked. That's crazy. And uh, shout out to Len Carmichael, uh, same person who recorded the, the demo, which uh, I, I had to look that up because listening to the demo, I'm like, damn, this actually, uh, you know, production quality is really good. I, I don't even know who did it. So I, I went and looked at like the notes on the band camp and I saw that it was Len Carmichael, which is uh, super awesome because uh, for anyone who knows um, who Len Carmichael is, a uh, super talented person. Uh, and I'm just curious, are you guys going back to Len Carmichael to do the five song record that you're doing next? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and just curious, why weren't you guys prepared to write that song going into the studio? Was it just timing, or was it just like a spur of the moment? So, I think, how long were we even a band? We, um, we had only been a band for, we had only had this lineup for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think we were hit up by Carter about a week before we needed it done. So we were given a week's notice to write the song, and record it and then yeah have it mixed we made it fucking happen it's yep. sick 
yeah th- that is a, a lot of pressure and obviously it's a great opportunity right to to be on that comp because that comp no doubt, yeah. uh, for like the the history for like you know what it's been it's been like super awesome so for you guys to be able to be part of it yeah i i would be super down to jump at that opportunity not let it pass even though the window of opportunity is really short you, you got to take those as they, they come because who knows uh, when the comp will be back who knows if you know that opportunity will be you know there again Right. And like, that was my thing. I mean, obviously they were already on the same page. Like, yo, we have to figure this out. We have to do it. And you know, like I said, we made it work, but he's like, I need, if you could, Carter basically was like, uh, if you can have it to be by the end of the week, you guys could be on the comp. And I was like, deal set in stone. And we just hit a blend and I was like, yo, can you squeeze this in the studio this week? And he made it happen. So shout out to him too. Cause he also like helped us out last fucking minute because everybody like nobody else can do it. And when finally hit me back, he's like, "Yeah, I had like uh, one night that I could get you guys in." And I was like, "Thank fucking god." Mm-hmm. And was in like that process, right? I'm kind of doing everything on the fly. Like, you know, how was that? You know, was it very challenging or was it just like a fun experience? Because you guys knew that you're in this crazy situation. Um, personally, I'll let Jacob answer this. Personally, for me, I just sat there and drank beer and watched them figure it out. Um, it was sort of stressful. I mean, like, um, but also, it sort of just, I don't know, came naturally. Like, we just, we, I think we like, did, like, a couple of takes of everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I guess. Like, I mean, hour. yeah, I mean, and once we got it, we got it. I mean, like. The song came together quick. Yeah, it came together quick. I remember, quick. I remember saying that. And our show, I mean, dude, our drummer, to be honest, really kind of like pieced the song together. Yeah. Like he, he's very good at shit like that. Like just coming up with shit on the fly and like piece everything together. But he's a little older, so he's definitely a lot more experienced. Not like the brain. Okay. Hell yeah. Well, once again, crazy situation. Happy that it, it was able to work out. And obviously, I, I'm stoked for you guys to be on that comp alongside with so many other awesome bands, like in this like you know current generation. Dude, I'm stoked for that comp. Oh, fucking buried lives on there. Uh, what's that band from overseas? You were telling me. About? Oh, Hellbound. Yeah, huge, Hellbound. Huge fan. There's a lot of really cool bands. Okay. Um, w- one thing I I wanted to talk to you guys about is um you guys went out and played the uh, strangle you record release uh where does that yes, relationship come from because you guys are from pa that's like a kind of like an all-over band so I'm, I'm just curious like you know how are you guys approached to uh, you know play that weekend and you know what was that a whole experience like dude i so i met came in fya 2019 and me and him was just been cool and shit since like talking the phone probably once or twice a week like he'll call me facetime whatever um and man you know in hardcore like it's cool because like sometimes you meet people and you just click like that like it's like you know it's like family right out the gate and uh so basically fool's game only exists because of this uh atlanta trip uh he had us up he hit me up he's like yo because he was a big fan of the demo he's like i need you guys to play the record release and i was like all right i'm gonna make it happen and that's when I found out the kid that started the band with me, Bailey, couldn't do it anymore. And then Shackled was so busy because it was originally also uh, the drummer Shackled and his dude Andrew, who's tattooing now. He doesn't play Shackled anymore. And uh, so nobody could do it. So I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And I just I just sent a long shot, dude. And I, and I hit up, I put that and Jacob in a group chat. 
And I was like, yo, do you guys want to do this band? You know, like, we'll make it our own thing, write new songs, just play the demo for a little bit. And uh, they fucking made it happen and practiced. We played the Shackle record release, uh, the secret set, and then we went to fucking Atlanta. And he can tell you about that trip because that weekend was insane. Uh, that was absolutely one a great trip. Um, now, again, to actually finally see Bitter End uh, was really fucking cool. Um, every single band that we played with that weekend was incredible. Uh, Bitter End, Living in Fear. Um, yeah. Life of Pain. Life of Pain. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Life of Pain. Really good new band out of Atlanta. They're like a little bit on the heavier side. Too. Yeah. It's cool. It's like members of our first day out. Yeah, shout out first day out too. Who's the man? Yeah, that new first, those new first day out tracks are awesome. Yeah. Atlanta's sick, man. You know, they were, they were the nicest people. Like, and, you know, you don't see this all the time, but like everybody at that show was talking to like everybody. Like I probably met every single kid that went to the shows and the two shows that we played and everybody was nice. Like you want a beer, you want food, like took really good care of us. Um, and we got along so we got along so well with Strangle You and it was just sick to just go for the experience itself. Yeah. Like I we you know we had some of our friends like, oh, let's go all the way there for like a show like that. Like just because it wasn't like a huge thing, and we're like, dude. You know, we just want to play shows. It's hardcore. Like, I don't give a fuck about playing big shows. Like, it is what it is. And, dude, I, I don't regret anything I got because we all got tattoos out there. So that was sick. Okay. Wait, and, and didn't somebody get their first tattoo, if I remember correctly? I did. Yeah, Jacob got his <laughs> first tattoo. <laughs> That's crazy. Have you gotten any more since? No. Okay. Not yet. Okay, you gotta say uh, there will be videos when it does. <laughs> For sure. I, I, that that is a crazy experience. But that's cool that you guys are able to have such a bonding moment. Because it is true, you know, people might look at that trip and be like, Yeah, why would you drive so far to play this show that's not like super hype or whatever? But yeah, th- it's true. That's not what it's always about. You just gotta, you know, take these gigs and just try to have fun with it because it's not always, you know, super important to just want to strive to play the most hype stuff. Cause you know, playing uh, you know, like a cool weekend like that, you know, and you have these crazy cool bonding experiences, which, you know, will last like a, a lifetime versus like this, oh, let's play this hype weekend where it's uh, something that could just be, uh, you know, something that's just fun for that weekend. And there's so many people, so many things get overlooked and it might not be as fun or memorable. Right. Exactly. And like, that's how we looked at it. And like, you know, me and Kevin have been talking about hanging out for, you know, years since FOA. Like, because, you know, when they come to Philly, we get to hang out for a night two at the most so to hang out with everybody for a weekend so we went for what four days uh we were down there from like 21st until like the morning of the 24th okay so like three three days and three days yeah dude we we uh went to a waffle house the night we were leaving because our flight was at 5 a.m and it was at eight eight yeah and uh we all got on the plane with no sleep. I think we stayed up for like 36 hours or something like that. And that was like a make or break moment for the band. I swear to God, because I'm looking around and I was like, someone's going to kill somebody. Even Ben was pissed and Ben's never pissed. Yeah, I, I can't imagine seeing Ben pissed because he's always just seems so happy. always has a smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, Ben not sleeping. He's angry, Ben. Okay. Well, that's crazy. Well, that's cool. That's a you know a cool story to hear because uh, I, I obviously saw like a lot of the posts while you guys were down there. And uh, being a fan of Strangle You and you guys, it's, it's cool to hear that story from your guys' perspective. 
yeah, it, it was great, man. And, you know, shout out to them. You know, they're a hardworking band, and yeah, I think we're sick. Okay, and for for you, Clemo, I, I feel like you're constantly at shows, which is awesome, right? Because obviously you're a, a strong supporter, uh, you know, uh, from Wilkesbury, you know, but you still drive out to so many places. Uh, do you ever get tired? Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> the other day I slept at a fucking rest stop in my car after this is hardcore. Um, I don't know where in my head I thought that I was going to get up at five a.m. and go to work the next day. But after Thursday, uh, I helped break down a little bit of this hardcore, and then I went home. And I got about halfway home. I want to say it was like 32 o'clock, and I fell asleep driving. And I was just like, "Yeah, dude, I'm going to bed." So I ended up getting out of work, thank God. But uh, I just slept at the rest stop. Woke up up around like noon, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm never driving home after a show ever again." At least after this hardcore. That that's like a whole that was rough. Experience. Yeah, that's a long ass day. So for you to you know, and what Philly's what, like almost was like two hours from Wilkesbury. Yeah, two hours. Yeah, so I can definitely understand how you could be so tired on that drive back, especially it, it, it's it's so dark too, like on those roads. Oh yeah, yeah. you can't see shit, especially when you're passing through Manico. There's like no fucking lights. Yeah, that's pretty strange. But I'm happy that you <laughs> were safe enough to pull over and uh, you know get some sleep in, so you can make it back home. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, that I. Uh, it's funny because you know I used to not get tired, but you know you get older, I guess, so you're tired. Hundred percent. And uh, what was it like when you guys found out you you were playing this as hardcore? Because obviously it's a, a great opportunity, a lot of eyes on you. Do you guys remember where you're at and uh, how you received the news? I think I was at work. You at work? I think I was at work when we received the news. So Ben told everybody. He just sent a, a screenshot to the group chat. And I was at the bar. And I just started screaming. Like, confused. Like, like, like yeah. a child. I was like, let's fucking go. And I said, I must have said it like three or four times. And my buddy sitting next to me. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I showed him. And then he started screaming. He's like, let's fucking go. Yeah. He's a cool dude. He uh, recently got in the shows within the last like year or two, and he's just he comes with me a lot when he's not working, and it's it's cool to like see him like that too. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I mean, obviously everybody else in the band was flipping out, so we were, we were all fucking stoked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was at work, like, like, I think any excitement that I had like about it because I'm like trying not freak out from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> And overall, um, how was your experience? Uh, you know, playing the fest and you know being out there in the midst of everything with all the other bands. Unbelievable! It was it, it was an incredible experience, dude. The, the set uh, was so much better than I thought it was going to be, and it was cool because a lot of our friends had to miss it or like showed up late, and there were so many kids that none of us knew that knew the words that were moshing. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's that's fucking sick, dude. Like, what else did you want? And even because we played on Underground Hearts, and even just playing there, none of us played on that stage before. Yeah. And that was an experience in itself. Playing this is hardcore. It's like, you know, it's quarter to say, but it's like that's every kid's dream. I mean, every kid wants to play this hardcore. So being on that stage, and like right when our set started, I'll never forget that feeling. It was like, yo, like, this is it. Like, we're fucking doing it right now. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I can't imagine what it'd be like to be up there and have a bunch of kids that you guys don't know 
but seeing them know the words that must be a, a great feeling but also it, it shows that you know people who attend that fest definitely pay attention and look at the lineup and actually you know put a real effort into getting to know the bands that are playing well 100 percent and i always get worried about that with fest that i'm like man i wonder if kids are like actually gonna look up bands and listen to them uh, it's definitely the younger crowd that takes time off, but it's cool to see that there is kids that are like, oh, shit, I want to know what's up. Like, I want to know the openers. Because I was like that when I was younger, too. 100%. I, I feel like that's part of the fun. And especially if, if like, you got to realize if, if people are, are traveling from, you know, out of the area, they're going to want to get their, their money's worth, right, and have you know, try to maximize their fun and enjoy that whole experience and try to see every band they can because who knows, like I said, they, they might be from really far and bands might not be headed towards their area or they might be in some like unknown scene that, you know, people haven't traveled to yet. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing too. I mean, a lot of kids that uh, are just from random areas and they're like, yeah, we have shows and there's like 12 other kids that go to shows and I was just like, damn, like, and then, and then you realize like this is hardcore, like any of them, bigger fest that we have now like FYA um, those kids like that's the biggest thing for the whole year he's got to like I mean we're spoiled in the northeast I'm not gonna lie like, we, all, we have crazy shows left and right so for kids like to come on to these fests like that's it like that's the only time they're gonna see a lot of these bands and that's the only time they're gonna go to a show and like see kids really mosh and you know have like crazy energy that's true. And uh, sometimes I'm jealous of uh, your guys' area because it's so, uh, you know, everything's so compact, right? So many different scenes are so close together and it's like super easy to cross state lines, uh, you know, w with a very short amount of time compared to out here. So sometimes I, I think about it, I'm like, damn, I, I wonder what it'd be like to be a part of like, you know, that scene and be able to drive like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours in any direction and hit like a couple different major scenes. Yeah, I mean... It, it, it's cool and like I said we're definitely spoiled like uh, Ripped Away played a show yesterday in Jersey and then we went to Philly to sleep and I think it was only like an hour away yeah. and it's like you know we're we're so used to doing it but like you know I talk to kids that aren't from around here and they're like dude you had this show in Jersey and then this one in New York and this one in Philly and I'm just like yeah like it, it, it seems like less of a big deal when you live here obviously yeah. mm -hmm. but to, like, on the outside looking in kids are like that's fucking legendary because like you know a lot of kids like their favorite bands are from the northeast so it's true uh, tell me about that steel nation set how good was that dude it's really good they are such a criminally underrated band mm -hmm. and it, it's cool because like people who like steel nation fuck with steel nation. like they know what's up and then i like i've seen them a few times and i've like looked at the crowd and seen kids like how the fuck have i not known how good this band is and they killed it. Um, sadly, their bass cab went out halfway through their set, so they only played like four or five songs, yeah. maybe. But they sounded great, and uh, I would I want to do some stuff with them actually before this game because those guys are great. Yeah, uh, shout out to um, Ethan. He he's been on the the podcast before. Uh, I love that band so much. Like I I I agree with you, uh, Clemo, that that they are underrated for for some reason. But maybe I I honestly uh, chalk it up to their um, obviously their lack of activity. But obviously they all have their own personal stuff going on. But when you look at their like their discography front to back, it's solid. Like no, like nothing's bad. I I, I could jam their whole discography all day. And they just put out like a, a record not too long ago, and still for for them to, uh, for not being so active, they're still very much in tune and just like have their sound like nailed, and it's like they're, they're such a great band. 
I feel like so many bands that currently play, um, like PA bands, like Strength for a Reason, Steel Nation, I feel like they're just so criminally underrated. Yeah, I, I'm constantly uh, bugging uh, Nate Prosciutti because he, he has this idea of, you know, putting out new strength stuff. And I'm like, hey, like, you know, any word on the new strength stuff? And you know, he's trying. So um, hopefully, I, I hope at some point awesome. it, it does happen. Kids would love it, man. Like, especially lately, the strength's been getting such a good reaction. Like, I don't want to call it a revival because that band's never went away. Mm-hmm. Like, those dudes have been around forever. But I feel like the new wave of kids are, like, going back and listening to strength is... Like, especially, I mean, you were at SWB Fest. That mm-hmm. set they had there was insane. And then these young kids, old dudes, like, everyone, that whole group fucking exploded. Like, it was, that was the craziest shakes that I've ever seen. Yeah, same here. I was blown away because I wasn't sure how it was going to go. But to see everyone have so much pride and everybody support strength, it was it was definitely a sight to see. And there, there definitely is still room for them to you know do more stuff if they want. Like, new stuff, new music-wise is what I'm talking about. 100%. Yeah. So that's crazy, but that's cool. That, that, that's awesome that you were able to uh, get out to Jersey and uh, play a set with Ripped Away. Um, is there any news with Ripped Away? You guys doing anything new? Uh, we have a uh, full length coming out. I guess I should call it EP. Uh, we did seven songs, and it's probably coming out next week. To be honest, uh, we're just playing on Len to do the final masters. Mm-hmm. Just the little things that I think it fixed, and then we're just going to release the record. Because we've we've been sitting on music for so long, going on three years now, Mm -hmm. that we just want to get it out and see how it does. So within the next week or two, you can expect a new EP to run away. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I'll uh, keep my eye out for that. If whenever I see it, I'll repost it to try to help get it out there. Appreciate it. Yeah, and as as far as you, Jacob, you doing anything else besides full game, or is this just your main thing for now? This is my main thing for now. Okay, and today you guys have a show at Carl Hall, somewhere that I've wanted to go for a really long time, but for some weird reason I haven't been able to get out there. But I, I'm just curious about your guys' thoughts on the show, because it, it, to me it's crazy that uh, Naysayer is coming through, a, a band that I enjoy. Um, obviously, they, they took a step back, haven't done um, too much uh, as of late, but it's cool to see them you know, ripping some shows. Dude, I am so excited to see Naysayer. I mean, the whole band is very excited. Um, I only got to see Naysayer once, and it was at the Circle of Free Show. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see them in the little ass room. I mean, Carl Hall's perfect size venue for like hardcore shows, in my opinion. Because, you know, it's small, it's intimate, everybody monsters, everyone moves around. Yeah, the first time I saw Naysayer, this was, <laughs> this is going to age me, but this is back, uh, Sound and Fury 2009. They popped That's up. Funny. Yeah, they they they, they they popped up and did like two songs. It, it was like a it was like a little like secret set because like uh, they were uh, just getting out at, at that time, and I remember everybody was like wondering like why Naysayer wasn't playing. But um, right after Swamp Thing had played, Naysayer just ran up on stage and they did like two songs, and it was like the craziest thing because there was like a, a bunch of people there rocking like Naysayer tank tops, right? Because tank tops were in at the time, and yeah, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, holy shit! I was, I was like, Naysayer has to has to do something. So there's so many people people here repping them, and they um, obviously were on the fest but sure enough they did they, they popped up into two songs and i felt like that was like a really good look for them because like from there they just like took off and uh, did a lot of shit for a long time yeah I've, um yeah i've seen them probably like, i've seen them probably like three times i saw them when uh there was that event show for carter holmes back in 2018 mm-hmm. i saw them at this is hardcore 2016 and uh, i saw them at the this is hardcore pre-show in 2018 oh yeah yeah, that's so gonna be awesome to see them again. That band's awesome, and seeing them in such a small room. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that you guys um, get to play with them too. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked when uh, TK had uh, hit me up to play that show. I was like, that's going to be insane. They say it looks fair. That's fucking, that's sick. 100%. And how are things out there in, in, in Wilkes-Barre these days? Um, It's the same shit, man. You know, it, it comes and goes. I mean, everybody that's around here is so busy. So that, that's why I travel a lot. You know, I try to book stuff. But you got to think about it. Like, you know, most bands, when they come through, they want to go to the city. Like, so obviously they're going to try to play Philly or they're going to try to play Syracuse. So we get shows here and there. Um, and when we do have shows, they're pretty cool. But, uh, you know, everybody's so busy now. Like, you know, Warren's on tour, uh, or just got off tour. Once they're closed, there's constantly tour. Nate's got the print shop now. Um, so as far as, like, the scene itself of, like, people, everybody's active doing stuff. <laughs> but as far as, like, being in Wilkesburg itself, I feel like it's definitely not as crazy as it used to be. But, you know, it is what it is. At least everybody's still active and hardcore. Like, Wilkesburg's definitely still, you know, it's, it, it's around. You know, it's not going anywhere, but I feel like everybody's just doing so much outside of books right now. And uh, I, I want to know if there's any like younger kids, like from Wilkes-Barre, like you know, or even Kingston, or just anywhere in that area, starting like new bands. Because obviously, um, the, the, all the bands that you named are you know, staples, doing really cool shit. Like you, Fools, uh, Fools Game, uh, Ripped Away, One Step Closer, Warren, all super solid bands. But I, I, I just want to know if there's any like newer stuff popping up. There's uh, these two kids that I skate with out of Scranton. Um, they actually sent me a video like two days ago of them playing in their basement or at their mom's house. And they're like, yo, do you know anybody that'll play bass for us? Um, I'm going to play guitar and do vocals or if we find a vocalist. And I was stoked because they're, uh, I think they both just graduated high school or they're going into senior year, but I'm almost positive they just graduated. And, uh, so I was stoked on that. They were like playing hardcore. Like they they hit me up a lot. And they're like, "Oh, what band should we listen to?" And like, super stoked on shows. So there, there's definitely stuff that I feel like is gonna happen soon. If they just need like a couple more young kids, but dudes, I tell people all the time, go to skate parks and hand out flyers because you know skater kids and punk and hardcore go hand man. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to uh, to to Caleb. Maybe Bizarre could, uh, you know, rope in some kids and you know get them to start playing music or just get involved in in the scene somehow and get their their friends and just have it be like this domino effect. Dude, that skate shop is it, it's absolutely insane to see. So the other dude that he does it with Tom, we we all grew up skating together. Um, they're they're obviously a little older, so I was always like the young kid and like looked up to all those dudes and I always talked about. Like, having a park in the area and like having a skate shop. So seeing it now and how well it's doing is so fucking cool. It's like, you know, for me, it's like a childhood dream to like see that happen. And I'm happy it's like good dudes that actually care about skateboarding doing it. And I mean, dude, I see kids walking around straight walls all the time, rocking bizarre shirts. I mean, even going to shows, I see them all the time. Like, that's fucking insane. Because like I said, we didn't, we didn't have that growing up. We had an indoor skate park that had like a couple decks and then a fucking zoo. Mm-hmm. So like it's cool to see like an actual skate shop. Yeah, I I was stoked uh uh for for them because I, I was able to sit in bizarre last time I was in town and got to see like the business operate. I was just like a fly in the wall, and it, it was cool to see it um you know in motion because yeah the, to to have something like that and to know some of the people involved with it, it it's, it's definitely a really cool thing to to witness. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. It's fucking awesome. I'm happy for Caleb's man, Thompson man. And are, are you guys already in town for the show? 
Right now we're in Philadelphia right now. We spent uh, last night down here. Okay. And yeah, we had to come here to dump Ben's body. Ben, um, he, he made a cameo earlier. I, I, I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, he was in the back, like waving. Um, oh, was he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but this was like I'm um, like pretty early on, so I'm just curious. But that's uh, that's cool. Um, what's like the 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 pregame plan for today? Because for me, if I, I was going to a show and uh, you know, or knowing that it was at Carl Hall, I would love just to you know get out there a little bit early, hit up circles, and just vibe it out right there in the city square. We are. 112 percent getting annuals okay that's like now top priorities wait wait so, wait, so you're um angelos over jerry's no i'm definitely jerry's over angelos but they want angelos okay so, big guy takes me there yeah big guy gets me once <laughs> um, but that that's basically that's always a big full game though like gotta get there early and get food angelos yeah um so i think we're gonna hang out my plan right now the first survival Send you obtain coffee and eat as much pizza as possible today. Okay. Have you ever, um, God, why can't I think of the name of that uh, store? There's a store uh, uh, somewhere, I, I can't remember which city uh, it's properly in, but it, it's over in uh, the Wilkes-Barre area. Um, and it's like that oddity shop, but there's like a little coffee shop inside. Um, God, why can't I think of the name of it? It's like a little Harry Potter themed coffee bar. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know the name of it either. Uh, but that was some of the best coffee that, that I had while I was in town. I, I was like very surprised because uh, uh, Shane took me there. He was like, "Oh, like I, I think you might like this." And I had no expectations for the coffee, but when I had the coffee, I was like, "Damn, I want to like this is something I would definitely want to do when I come back because it was just that good." Dude, there's so many like little I call mom and pop shops, like coffee shops, little restaurants. Like I don't care what anybody says, the food at Northeast PA is unmatched. Like there's so much good shit out there. Yeah, they they, uh, they took me to some little breakfast spot, and like it was all about this orange sauce that uh, they would not shut up about. Um, God, I, I wish I remembered the name because it, it was just so good, and I couldn't get over like how good like that, that actual sauce was. Like the people in there were seemed like a little racist, but um, outside of that, <laughs> it, it was definitely worth <laughs> um, sitting down and dealing with that shit to, to eat like the good food. Yeah, he's just gonna suffer a little racism. Well, yeah, because I, you know, I walk in there and I'm like the only like colored person, and I definitely stick out like a sore thumb in, in that area. Um, but it, it was it was so good, I, I couldn't get over it. That, that's awesome, man! I love it. I mean, it, I I tell people all the time, like especially when for the first time, I was like, we went to my hometown the other day, and I told them it's seventy years behind. Like those mountains, man, are stuck in, in time. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. But 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 I love it out there. I, I, I tell people all the time that I, I I would love to live out there in the SWB somewhere. Yeah, I thought you were moving here. What happened? Uh, you know, um, I I don't really want to speak about it on air because um, you know, th th there were just some moving parts um that were out of my control because like I I was a hundred percent on board, but just like you know, some things there just weren't in place. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's cold out here anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually don't mind it because the yeah, like the the whole time I was there, what it was like because uh, I went there twice, like pretty close. I, I went in like October and November, and the weather yeah. like the the weather was pretty cold. I I'll, I'll never forget this. Uh, uh, the second time that I went for the one step closer record release, uh, Dan picked me up from the airport and we're driving down the freeway, 
and it, it was snowing but it, it obviously didn't look like snow to me because i'm not used to it and i was like hey dan like what is that shit he, he looked at me he thought i was joking but he's like dude that's snow and he was just laughing at me because because he was laughing because then he realized he's like, oh shit yeah you're from california you probably never see this shit uh but it, it was a trip to me because yeah because it just looked so strange and I, it, it didn't really click to me like what was actually happening i can't imagine like growing up and never seeing snow because i mean i lived in arizona for a year but mm. I, I was like seven so i already was used to like pennsylvania like snow so i can't imagine did you touch it Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, we got it. Um, uh, yeah, and even like, after the once that uh, show like was over, like outside, it was like completely like covered in snow, which was crazy. That was a trip too. Just come out of the bed and some Jake White in the snow. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not like I'm not like that into it. Like it, it, to me, it's just like like you know, it's just like a, another you know type of weather. It's just like well, whatever. Just like rain. Like it, it rains out here. I don't even care. I just like to stay away from it. Yeah, I, I I like rain if I'm in, in the house, obviously. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, uh, you know, Nate's here shows tonight. One show that I, I do want to talk about, uh, it's a, a a Ben Stuckey bash. Is that like his uh, tagline going forward? I guess that's his gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> Ben Stuckey bash, baby. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, but that's going down on. I uh, was at uh, August third which i'm yeah. stoked for you guys because there's a band from out here that's uh you know rolling through and you guys get to play with this band called uh, take it to heart which are like yeah. some, like really great friends of mine so i'm happy for you guys to be able to experience that live but um it, it's uh, happening in ambler right yeah stuck in i met ben hughes when he came out here last year and like, okay. clicked like almost immediately yeah uh, you know uh, ben plays in a newer band i'm not sure if you guys have heard it yet it's, it's a band called sanctify Ben is in it. Yeah, Ben Hughes. Oh, Ben, oh, ben Hughes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I've heard that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's yeah. really good. Yeah, uh, really great demo. I'm, I'm super pumped on that band, and I can't right. wait uh, for them to, to do more. Because uh, listening to that demo, I'm, I'm hyped that there's these younger kids from out here doing like really cool shit. Yeah, that's fucking Yeah, but um, Ambler is it at a? Uh, is, is it's not at the skate park again, right? It's at like a like inside it, like a building. It's that indoor skate park, yeah. It's uh, the yard. Okay, how is that spot? Because I've watched videos and it seems pretty interesting. Yeah, it's it's very hit or miss. Like you could either get like sixty, seventy kids paying, or it's like fifteen kids paying. Like it could either be a really cool, really packed show, or it could be completely shot. Mm -hmm. Like um, the one dare likes question show that happened there back in November. Um, like there were probably like. 50 to 60 kids that paid. Okay. Um, but like a more recent, uh, some of their more recent shows have not drawn as well. And is that, uh, cause it, like, I don't know where Ambler is. Like, you know, how far is it from like the other it, like cities? It's 15 minutes, like outside the uh, city limits of Philadelphia. And so it's like very close to Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, uh, it's like, um, like near like Camp Prussia Mall almost. Okay, see, I assumed it was like way further, 15 minutes from Philly. Like, I, I feel like kids should be going out there like it's a, a Philly show. Yeah, I, I think a lot of kids just don't drive. And I don't okay. know how the situation works as far as going out there. Mm -hmm. But the park itself is safe. It's cool to see shows happening there because I skated there um, like 2020 and a lot. And now that it's like turning into shows is cool the orange are cool as shit dude one of the first times i met the dudes like oh you want some beers so 
Shouts out to them. They're great. And is there like a you know, trickle in from like the people who are just like attending the skate park or does like the whole place shut down when there's a show going on? Yeah, there's uh, so you can still skate the way they set it up. There's like a mini in the back. You can skate the whole time. And then in between bands, like everyone, like me and the killing me kids skate, uh, only only skates when he's there. There's a couple other people. And then, uh, I know the owners stay around. And I, I feel like I've seen a couple other like regular like skaters who stick around. And they seem like they were fun with it, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I, I hope that one pops off because, like I said, I'm, I'm uh, you know stoked at uh, Take It Heart finally gets to hit the road, and obviously yeah. Broken Vow they're they're doing big things. I uh, still love that band, and then that uh, band's grinding. Yeah, for real. Yeah, for sure. And then even outside of their own band, right? The, you know, Tommy uh, fills in for anxious when they need him. Evan just played with dare on like this second run of like their Euro tour, which is crazy. So it's pretty awesome for them to, to get out there. Oh, and also my, my buddy, Eric, who, who plays take it to heart. He he's, uh, uh he plays in dare. Um, so he, he's pretty busy as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm stoked to finally see take it to heart. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see Broken Bow again. Reaching out, Sunstroke, and uh, the, this new band crashing down. They're all from Wilkes-Barre. It's sort of like in the vein of like all the late two thousands posse. Oh uh, yeah, that, that's a fucking uh, Wilkes-Barre uh, Rodney. Yeah, Jacob Rodney. Yeah. yeah, he's got two new bands, and uh, I bust his balls. I tell him it's not from Wilkes-Barre because he's from like uh, where he lives in like a town. Like twenty minutes out of Wilkesburg, but I guess I'll finally start giving it to the pass. So there's, there's two new Wilkesburg bands that are under Rodney. So okay, yeah, crashing, uh, crashing down, crashing down is like very like posy. Like it sounds like a lot of like the stuff that like righteous jams that type of stuff. Um, and uh, his other band several times which is just like just heavy shit. Sound. I mean, it's like taken from an retreat song. So I mean, yeah, so. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check it out. I'm hopefully, uh, I'll, I'll hit uh, one of you guys up to get a link because I'm a huge fan of that style, but also really curious about you know any band that comes out of that area just because I'm a huge fan. But a- after August 3rd, do you guys have anything else planned uh, or anything you can announce? Not yet. Um, we just have the studio, right? Uh, yeah, we have the studio and August 20th. Well, actually, actually. Well, uh, yeah, August twentieth, we're playing a, a skate park show. That's that's not announced yet. Um, and then uh, the twelfth and the thirteenth of August, we are in the studio. And then in October, we're doing a couple of dates. Uh, Rest and Shake with you. We're gonna do a couple of dates with them. And then, I mean, we're just playing it by ear. Jacob's actually going to Florida for a couple of months. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be working at Disney. <laughs> are you serious or are you kidding? Yeah, no, I'm serious. Uh, it's a Disney college program. They're going to dress him up as Mickey Mouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm familiar with the Disney college program. So I have, I've known people in the past that have done it out here. Uh, yeah. So are, are you going to get shacked up in, like, their dorms? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm just doing the one down in Orlando. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna be down there for a couple months, but I plan on flying back for shows. Uh, like whenever we play, I'm gonna be going to like a dozen shows down in like Tampa. 
mm-hmm. uh, because Tampa's only like an hour from Orlando. So it's mm-hmm. like, so I'm from Delaware. So it's like a normal drive to like Philadelphia or Baltimore or um, wherever. That's crazy. And uh, do you know where you'll be working at in the parks? If you can say, no, I don't find out until like, I get there. That's crazy. Um, that's, that's wild. Wait, so like, obviously like you have some interest in Disney, which I, I have no idea about. Yeah. You do or you don't? Oh wait, what? what? Uh, you you have some interest in Disney, like? Uh, oh yeah, I do. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I like Disney. Yeah, um, I've gone down there a couple of times growing up. Yeah, um, so I'm excited to be down there. I'm excited to work there. You know, go to whatever parks on my day off. Wow, you're living my dream. I, I I've always wanted yeah. to work at. <laughs> I've always wanted to work at. Well, I, I still want to work at Disney, but obviously, um. Right now, uh, it's just not in the cards, but uh, I, I I still go pretty often. I was actually just at Disneyland on Wednesday with some friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Disneyland's almost sort of like, uh, that's like a very local uh, amusement park, isn't it? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's like yeah, the majority of the guests are local. Like, Disney World is not like that. Um, it's very like, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of tourists. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that was the vibe I got when I went because I I used to go every year until I, I got yeah. kicked, I, I I got kicked out of my my group that I used to go with. Um, but uh, <laughs> but but I went for like I think it had been like at least like four years in a row. We I, I would go like two times a year, and yeah. it, it was a, a nice experience. Uh, I, I got to um you know do a lot of things uh, very fast because like my whole life I'd always wanted wanted to go to Disney World but I just never went but for those like 3 or 4 years it, it was definitely a blast to be able to go and experience all the parks and kind of soak up the culture and uh, see the differences from what it's like here at home versus out there in Florida yeah I want to go to Disney World <laughs> well maybe you will have a, like a more of a reason to go now Clemo go oh, visit that's a play I'm going to Get fucked up at Disney World and go meet Jack Sparrow. It's gonna be epic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Get drunk at Epcot and then head over to Magic Kingdom and go meet Jack Sparrow. Yes, that sounds fucking amazing. I'm gonna make a chaperone around Disney World. Great. You and your kid? Yeah, me and my kid. Yeah, that's right. right. Your your kid could be your chaperone. Yeah, that, that's basically how life already works. He calls the shots. That's cool. Yeah, so you wouldn't be missing a beat. But that's cool. That that That's really awesome. And uh, how long does that program last? Like four months. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely be, like, back up in the area, like, whenever we play, like, big shows or, like, when we're doing that weekend with Strangling and Risk, I'm, like, coming back up for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Like, I'm definitely gonna be going to a lot of shows down there, um, where wherever they are, Tampa, um, they, Daytona, wherever the fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm dying to see Steadfast. That's the like the the one Florida band that I'm like dying to see right now. Yeah, where are they from in Florida? Uh, pretty sure they're. It's all like Tampa dudes because um, I I know. Uh, where, yeah, um, my buddy sings for the band Josh. Well, it's, it's like members of a Point of Contact, and then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw Contention when they were up here um, last month. Uh, mm, I, great band. Yeah, um, I hesitate to play a show with them up in uh, Connecticut um, with like Dill Communication, uh, Street Power from Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was at that place out of the Wamba. Like, that's a really cool spot. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Florida hardcore has a lot of cool shit. You know, obviously uh, everything in Pensacola, and then I'm I'm always curious about Jacksonville. Um, I'm always curious to see. Yeah, that. I think that's yeah. They they got a cool scene there. I think. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like Jacksonville, so that's uh. I stayed up there for every actually both of ways I went to. Uh, I stayed with my buddy and I took her out there. There was a lot of cool food spots up there. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I've heard of the escape for some that are wild, dude. They're fucking huge. I ate shit of them. Okay. Well, shout out or Orlando. It's gonna be your new home. Yeah, Florida's awesome. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to getting back out there in January. Yeah, I'm gonna be there during FYA, so Okay. Oh yeah, four months. Okay. Bigger excuse to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll as long as I'm still alive, I'll I'll be at every FYA possible. Yeah. Okay. Well, anything else you guys want to talk about besides, uh, you know, pretty much covered everything? Yeah, we got it. We talked about the seven inch show today. Shit coming up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think as far as Fool's game goes, that, that's really it. I mean, we're doing the run. Uh, you know, with Risk and Shangle You, and the music's going to come out soon. Uh, Shout out to Free Fight Records. You know, he's doing a lot right now. He, I, you know, he's pushing the band hard. And I, I saw you guys were, um, you know, selling some of your leftover merch from This Is Hardcore online. Do you guys still have anything left for anybody who's curious? Because I, I know there was limited sizes. Yeah, we have, uh, we have a lot I, of think, I think three or four shirts, uh, like different styles. And we have all XLs, 2X, and 3X. Um, we have like five of each. So... So we'll probably put those online or, you know, um, after today. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys getting up early uh, t- to do this because I-, I know I was, uh, you know, bugging you, Clemo, to come back onto the podcast, uh, you know, a-, a month ago. So I'm-, I'm happy we're able to make this work. Yeah, I, I appreciate you asking. I'm not going to lie. I regret it when I woke up this morning. I'm happy we did it. You know, I feel a lot better now. For sure. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm-, I'm stoked. Uh, you know, thank you guys for your time. I, I definitely appreciate it. I hope the show goes over well tonight, and I hope uh, you know uh, recording in August goes well because I'm definitely looking forward to hearing all the new music and the comp song when that releases in September. Awesome, thank you, brother. Appreciate thank it. you so much for having all us. All right, for sure. I'll thank you guys again, and we'll be back soon.